Hello and welcome to the Post Up Podcast. This is Cyrus. As always, I'm with Kaunda. Thank you for waiting. Uh, we've taken a day uh, or two extra uh, to give you something that is going to be really special. Kaunda, how are you doing, buddy? I'm great. Uh, better than the Lakers, I'll tell you that much. Well, uh, most people are better than the Lakers right now, although the Lakers might be better than everyone else because they are now officially on holiday. Um, so on this week's podcast, we're going to be talking about the NBA playoffs. This is our big NBA playoffs preview. Um, the play-in games start in a couple of days from now, and the playoffs themselves start this weekend. So we thought we'd get ahead of everything, give you a preview, talk to you about what we saw as the regular season ended, what we're expecting to see as the season goes into um, its post-season, and when uh, we see people lift trophies at the end of it, as well as awards. Uh, but before we go into all of that, we'd like to thank our partners, Supersport.com, Betcoza, and The Podhouse, where we record this. Uh, and make sure you interact with us on all of our social media platforms, at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, and it's also at Post Up Zone on Facebook. You can also go to postupzone.com for all things NBA from an African perspective. From an African perspective, Kaunda, we're going to be talking about the Eastern Conference, the Western Conference, how things ended up. Let's start in the East. Um, who would have thought at the beginning of the season that the 53-win, 29-loss Miami Heat would be the number one seeds in the Eastern Conference? I I expected them to do something, but not, not this, Cyrus. I, I knew they were on a good one. I, I I expected them to be like top five, but 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 not right there at the top. I mean, you know who I had at the top. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, hang on. No, LeBron's at the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> No, but, but I think but Kyrie is up. Yeah, everybody would have thought that the Brooklyn Nets uh, would have been the team that topped um, the Eastern Conference standings, and it just didn't work out that way. Um, no. You know, COVID non-compliance with regards to regulations. You had injuries. Um, a whole bunch of things went against the Brooklyn Nets this season, and now we ended up with the, the the league panning out the way it has. And and what's interesting about the East is that let's go through the seeding, right? So you got yeah. the Miami Heat as the number one seed, the Boston Celtics as the number two seed. The Milwaukee Bucks is the number three seed. Philadelphia 76ers are fourth. Toronto Raptors fifth. Chicago Bulls sixth. Those are the automatic playoff places. Then the teams in the play-in places, you have the Brooklyn Nets in the seventh seed, the Cleveland Cavaliers in the eighth seed, the Atlanta Hawks in the ninth seed, and the Charlotte Hornets in the tenth seed. I mean, a lot of these teams, you almost could have expected them to kind of make the playoffs and then slash play-in game places um, with one or two maybe exceptions here and there. I mean, like, Maybe we would have thought the Knicks might have been in. No. Those, well, they, had, they had a good run last those, season. Those are the New York Knicks. No. Nobody yeah. said win a championship. We just said make the playoffs. And they did that last term. They didn't do it this term. Uh, but then you have somebody like the Atlanta Hawks who were in the Eastern Conference Finals last term. That's a shocker for me, Cyrus, because, I mean, I, I always, I mean, if, if you listen to old podcasts, I, was, I, I kept on saying it's not a fluke. They're, mm. they, they're a great team. They're, they're, you know, they're well coached. They've they got some nice pieces. But this season has showed me that, ooh, wait a minute, maybe that uh, Eastern Conference Finals was sort of like uh, luck falling on their lap. I, I don't but, know. So as much trash as you've spoken about the uh, LA Clippers for making the Western Conference Finals, perhaps the same should go with the Atlanta Hawks. But I'm not going to be forcing your hand into trying to talk badly about Trey Young and the rest of his cohort. What I will say is, what a season it's been. Yeah. I mean, you look at everybody in the East and you just think, you know, at one stage we were looking at the Bulls thinking, could they actually top the, 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 the standings? The Bulls had some nice runs, Cyrus. They really um, did. 
I mean, th- th- this young squad. I mean, I-, I think all they're lacking is something in the paint, some 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 efficient big guy. If they really yeah. had an efficient big guy, I think so, it would have been more, different. More than Nikola Vucevic. Yeah, who, more than Vuce. I he, think. He's proved to not be that guy. No, v- v- Vuce is good, but not great. Mm. That, that, that's all I, I have to say. And I, I think uh, missing Lonzo for so long as well was a bit of a... A damper for yeah. the Bulls, but but they did well. Look, they they finished they're in the six. playoffs. They're in the playoffs. They finished at sixth. It's it's, it's not too bad. And I'm not expecting them to do much against the Milwaukee Bucks, but you know. But let's talk about the matchups though, and let's okay. start with the play-in games because I think that I mean those are the ones that are coming up more uh, more oh, right around the right corner. Right around the corner, yeah. And and you got uh, ninth and tenth facing off, mm-hmm. and seventh and eighth facing off. So in the East, seven and eight is Brooklyn seven, Cleveland eight. They'll play their one-off game, and then the winner of that goes into the seventh spot, who then plays the Boston Celtics. And then the winner of the ninth or tenth game, ninth being the Hawks and tenth being the Hornets, then plays the loser of that seven and eight game. So, mm-hmm. you know, that in itself will be quite interesting. And and we'll go into our predictions around that. But you look at all of these matchups, and you think the Nets taking on the Cavaliers. The Cavs have had a great season that just sort of fell apart towards the end of it with Jared Allen's injury. Yeah. Do you think that the Nets are the presumptive favorites in this game? And 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 in so doing, because people were talking about the fact that teams like the Bucks were tanking on the last day so that they didn't finish with a two seed and then potentially play the Nets in the seventh seed. Look, the 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 Cavs are great, and I'm glad to see that Jared Allen is actually back mm. in, in time for a potential postseason run. Um, but but still, I, I I believe in the Brooklyn Nets, Cyrus. I think they they've got enough playoff experience on this squad, and I think they've got a slight edge. I, I can even, can I jump into my predictions here? Because yeah, I, go I'm for it straight up. Go for it, Cyrus. I, I see the Bucks. I mean the the Nets taking this one. Mm-hmm. What's more interesting to me is what's going to happen between Boston and the Nets. I think yeah. it's going to be a fantastic fantastic series. There, I, I can't even call it right now. I mean, it, it's tough, and and. Obviously, everybody's going to look at this and say, okay, fine. The Nets should beat the Cavs. Mm-hmm. And then playing the Celtics, they should beat the Celtics because you're but looking at a team. Easy. It won't be easy. It won't be. I mean, you've got Kyrie. You've got uh, Kevin Durant. Those mm-hmm. guys are superstars. Absolute yep. superstars. But then on the Boston Celtics side, you've got Jason Tatum, who is a superstar. Yep. Um, Jalen Brown, who's a star. Yeah, he's, he's a star. Uh, yeah. Marcus Smart, who's half a star. Yeah. Um, but they play really well as a team. As a team, you almost count that team as a star. But don't you think uh, missing their big man, what's his name, uh, will be Robert dumper. Williams? Robert Williams. Yeah, that, yeah. That'll be a bit of a damper for no, the Celtics. Definitely. I think for me, that's the only problem because the the the, the Nets have got size. Sorry, so they, they, I know they've got the Penguin, who's rather slow-ish, but... Andre yeah, Drummond, Andre Drummond the uninitiated. <laughs> yeah, Andre Drummond, sorry. Big Dre. And then they've got L-Train. I'm, I'm, I'm a b- keep throwing the Marcus Aldridge. Uh-huh. <laughs> they've got the L-Train. But neither of those guys have really contributed this season. But 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 it's a different time. The, the conversations in the locker room are going to be very different. There's a different time now. It, it's playoff basketball. So I'm just saying, without Robert Williams... Those guys can basically have ha, ha, have their own in the paint. I mean, Al Horford, yeah, he's he, cool. He's not been totally ruled uh, out though. And uh, um, Aldridge, Daniel Tail, T- oh, Daniel Tice, Tice, Tice yeah, he, he, he's pretty cool. But 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 I, but I, but I think Lamarcus Aldridge and, and Andre Drummond have what it takes to to take those guys on. But we'll see when that happens. So back to my prediction. So I think. Uh, ATL are going to get the better of Charlotte. Okay. Uh, and then they're going to meet Cleveland, and then they're going to make it to the eighth seed. And that's when so things are going to get interesting. the Hawks to beat the Cavs. The, the Hawks to beat the, 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 the Charlotte Hornets and the Cavs, yeah. and then they're going to meet Miami, and that 
<laughs> Cyrus, oh, hell. sparks will fly. <laughs> because, you know, Trey Young takes it personal. Yeah, he so does. Do, so does Jimmy Butler. You know, uh, so does Tyler That'll Hero. That'll be a great matchup. So does uh, Duncan Robinson. You know, uh, we, we're going to have our boy Bam Bam Adebayo up in there. Cyrus, it's going to be beautiful. Back at ATL, we're also going to have Clint Capella, our, our boy mm-hmm. in there. Onyeko Okongu. Okongu, Galinari, Bogdanovich, Cyrus. Yeah. That's going to be one for the books. If they make it through. If and and I mean, through. that's obviously your prediction, right? That's my we were asking you, yeah. crystal ball, who do you think is going to get through? I mean, what's interesting for me is that I think that the Nets will, will beat the Cavs. Uh-huh. Though, I will say this, though. What I've seen with the Nets this season is that they have struggled consistently. And, you know, this is a one-off game. Anything can happen. So, you know, it's a game seven um, and, and everything, all the chips are on, on the line here. I don't think that the Nets being the favorites will just run away with this game. I think mm-hmm. that the Cavs are going to be like, you know what? We can give any team a bloody nose. So I think the Nets will go through. I agree with you. But I don't think it will be easy. And I would not be surprised if the Cavs beat them. Wow. Even in Brooklyn. Because the Nets have made... Very heavy work of some really poor teams in the in the you know the recent weeks. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that the Nets as a team are playing great basketball, but they have but star players who could really playing, get yeah. them across the line. Yeah, that's that's how I feel. Um, with that Atlanta Hawks uh, Charlotte Hornets uh, matchup in the play-in game, I, I agree with you. I think the Hawks will beat the Hornets, and I think that'll be because they'll lean on some of their postseason experience. Yeah, then the Hawks. Having to play either the Cavs or um, or the Nets, uh, I, I mean, at this point we're saying the Cavs. Mm-hmm. It's a tough one. It's a really tough one. But I think that Jarrett Allen really is the make or break uh, player within that series because okay. if he's back, he gives them a lot more defensive stability. Being the Cavs, and and the Hawks have struggled against teams that defend well. Mm-hmm. Um, but Trey Young is a kind of guy who will go into a place like Madison Square Garden, for instance, and light it up. Yep. So I think I agree with you as well to say the Hawks will probably beat the Cavs if they have to play in that that uh, play-in game finals. <laughs> you know, play-in game finals, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, they, they then have this heat matchup. And that will be an intriguing one because I don't think the Hawks will be an easy team for the Heat to beat. But having said all of that, I think that the Heat are built for do-or-die games. Cyrus, so this is going to be my, no sleep, my first no-sleep series, sorry. This is going to be my first no sleep series. I really want to see what happens between Miami and Atlanta, and I want to watch it live. Cyrus, and, and, and second, oh, I think I'm just not going to sleep because Boston, Brooklyn. It's a Cyrus. great series. <laughs> it's a great Kyrie going back to Boston. Wouldn't, would it surprise you if then Boston said, we're going to come up with a new vaccine mandate? For the playoffs. <laughs> well, then they would lose uh, Al Horford. Yeah, and they, they've got their own problems. Yeah, they got their own problems. Oh, man, there's just no way they can get around this. But but I think the thing is, Kyrie going back to Boston, all of the aggro around that, the Boston fans are going to give him all sorts of hell. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be in- interesting. It's going to be fantastic to watch. Let's look at the others in the East, though, because you've got Philly, Philly taking on Toronto, and the Toronto Raptors making it to the fifth seed was just incredible from them. Yep. And then you've also got the Bucks taking on the Chicago Bulls, which, although you said you think the Bucks will probably win that, I don't necessarily think it's going to be easy. But I think the Bucks really do have the formula for winning these kinds of, of, of series. Cyrus, I'll ask you one question. Mm-hmm. I'll actually ask you two in yeah. one. What's the answer for Yanis? No, there's no answer. You used to say build a wall, didn't everybody? That's a long time ago, yeah. Cyrus. I mean, just there, a season ago. There, there was a time when they used to say, Kaunda would dunk it. Yeah, they there was say, a time. They don't say that anymore. No, no. In fact, <laughs> I don't think they put Kaunda, dunk, and basketball in the same sentence. It might be Kaunda, 
counted dunks, donuts, counted dunks, hot wings. No, but Kawinde was watching the dunk contest <laughs> in basketball. <laughs> yeah, shut that's, no, that's but, the but only time. But I get you. But look, and so what's the honor for Yannick? 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 Yeah, and 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 a guy like Drew Holiday. In that position, what's their answer for Drew Holiday, especially defensively? Look, I think that the Bulls could could try and put some sort of clamps on Drew. It's not like Drew is out no. there scoring buckets left, right, and center. But but he's also the kind of guy that could potentially tie DeMar DeRozan mm. down because he's got Without that size question. and he's got that defensive prowess. Without so, question. You know, they, they, they've got some nice pieces. And, and, and to see uh, Brook Lopez back. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and Bobby Portis, who's, and, and who's who, a, a, a real dynamo for them. So, uh, Chicago needs to, to answer a lot of questions in yeah. that matchup. And I do think the Bucks are potential favorites in that one. But in terms of the 76ers taking on the the, the Toronto Raptors, mm-hmm. is this as simple as saying Joel Embiid, who I believe should be the MVP, is going to be the one that takes down this team? Or are the Raptors looking at this thinking, nobody's going to get the better of us. We're Toronto. We can play this game. Uh, Matisse Taibel, uh, we'll send you postcards from uh, when you can't travel to, to Toronto. Toronto. Oh, wow. Uh, Cyrus, look, uh, this one's a toughie, but uh, Joel Embiid uh, is playing well uh, and and matching him up with with, with the beard, James Harden. I think that's a good good pair up. And um, you see, the the thing for me is one Tobias Harris, who I always expect more from. And uh, he always leaves me wanting. I think that's, that's, that's a slight liability on their side. Uh, Tybal, of course, you've mentioned him. Uh, that that, uh, and then they've they got Tyrese Maxey, right? Yeah, Tyrese Maxey, great, great young guard. I think I think he's gonna learn a lot from the likes of James Harden. But Toronto Raptors, Cyrus, first of all, well coached by one Nick Nurse, yeah, who I hope winds up at the Lakers, maybe. Uh, if he knows what's head. good for him, he will <laughs> head for the hills. Don't listen to any of this nonsense, Nick Nurse. Just stay in Toronto. They love you there. Um, so, you don't have to go to the warm, sunny shores of California. Listen to how you just described it. Like Tony, yeah. Tony, Tony. Yeah, because it he's never gonna, rains. He, he's he's going to look at SoCal <laughs> and think this is just incredible. It snows till in, the in ends Toronto, up, <laughs> but till it never ends rains. up in the Crypto.com arena. <laughs> looking at those mugs in their faces and go, is this really what I signed up for? Uh, but Cyrus, look, mm-hmm. in all honesty, Toronto Raptors, well coached by Nick Nurse and, and motivated youngsters. I mean, yeah. you... You, you've got your Pascal Siakams that that have got the, the you know postseason experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fred Van Fleet, I mean, the championship winners, championship winners, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fred Van Fleet and them. But th- then when you look at uh, the youngsters, I mean, even OG Ananobi is OG's back, right? Yeah, yeah, he's OG's back. back. He's been so uh, when you look at the other youngsters, that, that's when you get a little worried and say, can they handle that stage? Mm. Uh, I, I mean, you know, one of your favorite rookies is there, rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes. Scotty you heard Barnes. it here first. Wow. Cyrus putting it all on the line there. I am doing that. Are you willing to take a bet? Uh, I, I actually have. Bet I have, and uh, I'm going to get my money's worth. I oh, know okay. that. I see, I see you. But, but, but you know, as much as Toronto will come motivated, I, I, I think uh, Glenn, Doc, Rivers, and the squad have got this one. Okay, so you think sixes to take out the Raptors in the first round? Yeah, sixes and six. Okay, hmm. interesting call. I, I, I must say, um, I, I find it hard to disagree with you because... You've got the presumptive MVP in Joel Embiid and a former MVP in James Harden. And the thing about Harden is that he hasn't been great, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have to be great in the regular season. He just has to be good enough. In the postseason, that's where he's got to really raise his game. Something he hasn't done before. Mm-hmm. But 
this is an experiment that could work. I do think, though, that the Sixers are aiming specifically for next season to really ramp things up. Yeah. Um, and, and I look at that Sixers team and I think, you know, I, I have this uh, love-hate relationship with Tobias Harris. Um, I just don't know if he'll be the kind of third star that they need in order to lift this team if the other two aren't firing. And I think that's where the Raptors look at this and say, we've got nothing to lose. We've got one of the better three-point shooters in Fred Van Fleet in the league. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Pascal Siakam, who's playing at an all-NBA caliber kind of level. Um, so they'll be thinking, there's no reason why we can't beat these guys. Even our rookie, Scotty Barnes, is putting up like 16, 17, 18 points a game. So yep. you're getting that from a rookie. This is a really well-drilled team. And and they're welcoming back some of the other guys, like Gary Trent Jr., who mm-hmm. is he's been really good for them. I just think that they are lacking some size at the center position where Joel will feast. And I think that they're lacking some star quality other than somebody like Pascal or Fred Van Fleet who can yep. really bring it to them. So I'm leaning with you on the 76ers being probably the favorites in that particular matchup. Though I would not hate on the Raptors going all the way. Big shout out to Masai Ujiri. Of course, of course. Now let's move to the Western Conference where things have been unbelievable. Yes, they've been wild, but has it really been so wild that you're thinking every single one of these matchups is ridiculous? I don't know, but let's go through how they they ended the regular season. So the number you, one seed and the you, if you ask me, Cyrus, uh-huh. the, the 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 look of the West looks ugly. There's a, there's a logo missing here. It, uh, yeah, look, An I emblem. think I think if anything, you know, sometimes you gotta you, you put highlighter on things when you're putting a document. A, a purple right? and gold. Yeah, a like a highlighter. And, and I think that highlighter though, sometimes all it does is just goes to show you how something looks, and that's what the Lakers are. They're like a highlighter. On They're like, oh, look at how good all these other teams were. Anyway, uh, I ain't gonna go there. What I will say is, let's look at, at the, the, the West. You've got the F- Phoenix Suns as the number one team in the West and the best team in the, in the NBA. You've got sure. the Memphis Grizzlies as the number two seed. Who would have seen that coming? Uh, 56 wins this season, 26 losses. I'll tell you who saw that coming. Um, ja Morant, maybe. Yep. Um, then Golden State Warriors, third seed. Dallas Mavericks, fourth seed. Utah Jazz, fifth seed. And the Denver Nuggets clung on for it, and they got that sixth seed. Uh, and they're all in the play-off places. The play-in places, Minnesota Timberwolves in the seventh seed. LA Clippers at the eighth seed. New Orleans Pelicans, ninth and the San Antonio Spurs 10th. The Lakers are the 11th seed. Um, one game back from the Spurs and really just already on holiday. I think uh, some of those guys might already be getting a tan on the beach. So, Kaunda, as we did with the East, yeah, um, were you surprised as to how the standings actually panned out? Because um, I look at this entire Western Conference, the Suns make sense. They've done this. They've been there before. Yeah. But the Grizzlies being so far ahead of some of these other teams was just unbelievable. Cyrus, I, I think we, we mentioned this uh, before in one of the other podcasts. They, they had to, you know, get rid of that uh, that reputation of just being that blue collar, hard working team that doesn't really get places. You know, mm-hmm. it works hard. Maybe as a it makes it to the second round of the postseason yeah. and and just exits. I, I think they've got they've got a young talent, Cyrus, and, and, yeah. and I think even their coach is pretty young, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he is. He, uh, he's Taylor pretty Jenkins. Young. He's like uh, late thirties. He's in his late thirties, right? Mm. He's younger than both of us. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. We, Earning we, so much money. We, okay. re, we really made wrong decisions in life here. But, <laughs> Should but have Cyrus, said in Memphis. <laughs> but Cyrus, the, the Memphis Grizzlies, young, motivated squads. And sometimes that's what you need, a young, motivated yeah. squad. And you got a de facto leader in, in, in Jamarant. Mm-hmm. Very, very explosive. Uh, doesn't know when to stop. He's like Yanis. Yeah. He's like little Yanis. You know, I, yeah. doesn't know when to slow down. He's always moving at 100Ks an hour. Um, and the pieces around him, Cyrus, that, 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 that's where you can't, 
uh, you know, really fault this team. Defensively, they're pretty decent. Offensively, yeah. they go all for it. Uh, putting up numbers, great performances. Cyrus, where, they've been a joy to watch. They've, they've been a, a great joy to watch. I mean, you 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 might even want to buy a, a Memphis Grizzlies jersey. I mean, I know I'm pushing it here, but well, I, I'd buy one um, on sale. But I would definitely. <laughs> but but buy you one. understand what I mean? Like, yeah, they've been one of the biggest surprises, but a, but a pleasant surprise exactly because you, so. you, you want to see different emblems, you want to see different color schemes in these mm-hmm. uh, postseason games, right? And, and 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 there they are, the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, I've been pleasantly surprised. I mean, them winding up at number two, Cyrus, because. It's, it's nuts. At the beginning of the season, I would have told you that the Lakers would be number one, the Phoenix Suns would be number two, maybe the Golden State Warriors in there. You know, it would have been such a different. It was such a different picture in my head. Yeah. I, I would, I would have put Memphis Grizzlies maybe top, top eight. Yeah, yeah top no, eight, and, and, and I'm never with you. top two. I mean, this is what what. Um, development does, right? Yep. Is that it allows you to get better and better. And then you look at somebody like Ja Morant, who uh, should be the most improved player this season because he's just made leaps and bounds. Although mm-hmm. he's missed quite a few games, but we'll see what happens. But I'm pretty sure he'll be the one. Um, this Grizzlies team, you've said it all, Counter. Um, nobody saw this coming Mm-mm. and they've played so well. And right now, I'd be very fearful of, of trying to face them in the postseason. But I look at somebody like the Golden State Warriors and I think, well, you know, they have underperformed by their standards. Uh, they went through some really, really difficult stretches this season. But yet, there they are as the third seed in the West, supposedly one of the, the worst, con- or the, the toughest conferences. Um, and the other thing about them is that they won 53 games. Um, and people have talked about their struggles. That record, the Warriors' record, 53 and 29, mm-hmm. is the exact same record as the Miami Heat, who topped the Eastern Conference. Yep. So their record has not been uh, bad by any stretch, but they've missed Steph, Steph Curry, uh, because of his injury. Yep. He should be back, I think, in time for the first round of the playoffs. Um, but this is where we, things get really tough when you're looking at the Mavericks and Luka Doncic picking up a, a calf strain uh, and in that last game mm-hmm. and thinking, okay, he might miss some time. And the Mavericks cannot afford for Luka to miss any time in the in the playoffs because no. you know it's it's do or die. Um, the Utah Jazz are also looking like kind of shaky. You don't know um, just what you're going to get from them. And the Denver Nuggets, well, if they can welcome back any of their other injured star players like Michael Porter Jr. or Jamal Murray, we could be talking a different story. However, the other potential MVP in that, and Nikola Jokic, who would be retaining the MVP uh, trophy, he could lead this team past anybody. So if we're looking at the matchups, and we've been doing that, let's start in the play- play-in games, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got... Ninth playing 10th, that's the Pelicans playing the uh, San Antonio Spurs. And 7th playing 8th, that's the Timberwolves taking on the Clippers. 9-10 matchup, who do you see as the favorites there? Because both the Pelicans and the Spurs are pretty poor teams. Let me tell you how it's going to go, Cyrus. Tell Crystal me. ball time. Yeah. First of all, you know I've been looking forward to these 2-7 matchups, right? Yeah. So my favorite here again, 2-7, because I've been raking my brain to find out who wins in uh, between Minnesota and, and Los Angeles Clippers. And I've come to a conclusion. Mm-hmm. My back was against the one. I had to go with the Clippers. Because why? They yeah. got Paul George yeah. back. I know I'm yeah. always dissing Paul George. But Paul with George. With both barrels. Paul George against. Uh, Paul George with the current Clippers squad against the current Minnesota Timberwolves. I fancy the Clippers in this yeah. situation. So I'm seeing Clippers meeting Memphis. Now that's when it's, it's going to get interesting. Mm. So 
is the team that made it to the Western Conference Finals last season going to get an early exit? You mean like the Hawks uh, in the East last last uh, like as we were talking about them just well, now? Like the it's Lakers, possible. like the Lakers after winning the 2020 yeah, championship, yeah, and look, then phew, they, they saw the exit uh, yeah. at the hands of the Phoenix Suns. So I see the Clippers making it to the seventh spot, and uh, you know uh, them and Memphis going all the way to seven games. That, seven games. Memphis wow. and the Clippers are going to go to seven games now. As much as I'm a part-time San Antonio Spurs fan, I think New Orleans will get the better of the Spurs because mm-hmm. they're, they're young. They haven't really played well. Neither is New Orleans, but I, I've seen the, the addition of, of one 3J McCollum to yeah. be a, a CJ's great been so good. Piece. He's been so good in, the, in that squad, Cyrus, and I think he's what they needed at this time. Big shout-out to Dame Dollar. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think New Orleans. Dame, just getting a mention, <laughs> even though his team is even worse than the Lakers. <laughs> nah, but I, I, you know, I was always a fan of the Dame and uh, McCollum yeah. combination. Just yeah. didn't work. But yeah. I see New Orleans making it to the eighth spot, but uh, early exit at the hands of the well old machine. That's the Phoenix Suns. So, so, so you say you see prediction. the Pelicans beating the Timberwolves? Yes. And then them making the eighth spot and then them playing the Suns. No, my bad, my bad, my bad. Can I, can I take it back? Uh-huh. Let me take it back. I see Minnesota beating the Pelicans okay. and taking on Phoenix. Sorry, my bad, my okay. bad, my bad. My bad. Look, that's why I asked the question because I'm like, okay, that's some pretty shocking I got stuff. excited. You I heard got it excited. here first, but now he's I, retracting it. I, I got excited. <laughs> I got excited. Now, it's, it's Minnesota for to play Phoenix. So and with Phoenix having a home court advantage, you know how that goes. We're clearly looking at each other's homework here because I think the exact same thing is going to happen in the playing games. I think the Clippers are basically ready to take on anybody right now. And I think the thing is that, you know, them playing this Minnesota team who they always struggle for form. They manage to make the play in places, but I don't see them being good enough to beat a well-oiled Clippers. And the thing about the Clippers is that they are so well coached. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Teron Lou's got these guys doing so well with with very few resources. I can mean, you say championship winning winning coach? Yeah, Teron I can. I, I can definitely say a championship winning coach Teron Lou, um, also known as the Stepover. Um, Look, he has a chip. <laughs> AI, much love, doesn't have one. No, no, but uh, he'll always have that picture. So anyway, I think that the Clippers will beat the Timberwolves in that seven eight game, and then will go on to become the seventh seed to play the Grizzlies. So I agree with you there. Um, and I also think that the Pelicans will beat the Spurs. I don't think the Spurs team um, are any great shakes. They've got some good players, good mm-hmm. young players, but they're players full of potential. Whereas the Pelicans have some game breakers like CJ McCollum, like Brandon Ingram, mm-hmm. who I think is going to be interesting for them. And and even, um, you know, you, you look at their center position and, and you think, you know, the Pelicans actually have, they've got class everywhere. Yep. Um, so... I think the Pelicans will beat the Spurs. But then when it comes down to it, Pelicans versus the Timberwolves, I don't know. That might be the game where um, the Timberwolves, as you've picked them, um, you know, really do something and, and get that eighth spot. Because I think that's where we'll see Anthony Edwards say, y'all forgot about me. Look, Anthony Edwards, explosive. And, and, and I think he, he, has, he has been having some great games. Mm. But let's not forget the big man in the paint and the big, pa- big man on the three-point line. He's yeah, also and, been and having... Anthony Towns. Oh, or Cat Williams, as that other <laughs> <laughs> That Cat, official Cat referred Williams, to him. Yeah. Uh, what, technical yeah, on uh, Cat, Cat Williams? Williams. Oh, when did he come I to the game? I must say, Cat Williams de- deserves all the technical. All the technical. <laughs> but, but, you know, when you look at it, I mean, you've got... Um, You've got Jonas Valanciunas, Jonas Valanciunas up against Carl Anthony Towns potentially in the the play-in game final, um, 
And and I don't. I mean, Cat is he's Kat, so Kat, so good. Cat so is skilled. faster than Jonas, though. Yeah, yeah he's faster. And I think Jonas, gonna, Jonas is just strong. Yeah, Jonas is is one of those Stephen Adams types. You know, mm. you, you don't want to meet him in a dark alley. No, even in a well lit room. <laughs> I but, mean, the, but, the dude will definitely take it to you. But uh, but I think in terms of speed and, and agility and, and range, Cat's got it all. Cat's got it all. It's Kat just Kat a take question him. then of what happens around them because I think that's the biggest thing for me. Was when I look at this Pelicans team, there's not a lot of great players. In there but then i look at the timbles and i also go uh, who am i really looking for you joshua so, so, okogi so i mean 50 50 yeah you. it's tough though d'angelo russell could pitch up so you don't know what's going to happen with d'lo and he's also been like all over the place but i do think though that you know off the strength of cat and and the bloody mindedness of uh, anthony edwards mm-hmm. this timberwolves team will make it to the eighth spot let's go then into the matchups you mentioned that you felt the suns would absolutely tear apart the Timberwolves, and I totally agree with you. I think that is one of those where it'll be like, all right, thanks for making the playoffs. We needed to play somebody up front. You guys <laughs> are the ones, and guess what? Yeah. We just beat you. Um, but then the other matchups are really quite interesting because I would have said Dallas would have lost to Utah, and they've they've had um, some, some great matchups over the years. Mm-hmm. But then if Luka is out, if Doncic is out of that matchup, can I really count against um, the Jazz and, and Donovan Mitchell to do something in that first-round matchup? A good friend of mine, uh, Lion Paul, would probably say, problems are gone. (laughs) 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 Big shout out to Joe. Big shout out to Joe, Lion Paul. Uh, He would say, problems are gone. Without Luka Doncic, Cyrus, that means Dallas has got problems. Because first of all, I, I mean, who are they going to depend on now? Spencer Dinwiddie? Yeah, uh, look. And, and, and enough respect uh, to Spencer. Look, Maybe. Yeah, but I doubt it. But yeah, you know. Look, I, I mean, who, who who have they really got? Jalen Brunson, Spencer mm. Dinwiddie backcourt, is not going to strike fear in the hearts of men. But Not even if they add Tim Hardaway in there. No. <laughs> and it's Tim Hardaway Jr., yeah. by the way, not OG. No, not, not the Hall of Famer. Not the Hall of Famer, no. I think, though, the biggest problem for Dallas is that they've lost everything in terms of their scoring and playmaking. That's what Luka mm-hmm. is for them. And and without him, it's hard to see where they get the points. So yes, Spencer Dinwiddie can do some stuff when people rely on him, but he's not that guy. He's not, a, you know, a ball in his hand, taking it to everybody and seeing what happens. So that's why I think the Utah Jazz will probably beat the Dallas Mavericks if Luka is not fit. And if he starts to force himself to play, a calf strain is not one of those you can just, no. you know, ignore and, and try and go for. So I think the Jazz might be the favorites in this one. I mean, Cyrus, you've had your share of health issues, right? Oh, but so you don't have so to put you, my health info out there. Yeah, but yeah, but, I but, you, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, when, when, that, ca- when that thing pulls, I mean, I'm speaking you're, from you're experience You're running too. nowhere. You, 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 you're not even walking anywhere. <laughs> you, you're just like, let me take, let me take a seat yeah, and just it. watch my teammates that's you know, it. do their thing. Hope for the best. Um, so yeah, I think the Jazz would beat the, the Mavericks in that one. And I think if Luka was was fit, mm-hmm. it, for me it would go the other way. Um, now, now let's look at the, the Warriors taking on the, the Nuggets. Yep. Um, that's a really tough one for me to call. Also because I'm a Warriors fan. I, but, I was about to say that. Because but, you know, you know, Cyrus, uh-huh. that if the Golden State Warrior meet a team that's got an efficient big man or two, Problems are going. They, they have they have had their issues <laughs> against big guys. I, I've said it all season, and I agree with you. Um, you know, weirdly, the, um, Kevon Looney won the Iron Man Award at the Warriors. He played every single game this season. That's what's up. All eighty-two, but he hasn't played them all at an all-star level. So you know, that's the reason why everybody's talking about this big man matchup as being a problem for them. 
However, B- because James Wiseman, first of all, he's been ruled out. Yeah, he, he won't yeah, be back to maybe next season. He's out. You see, besides uh, like Nikola Jokic, who's an obvious big man. Yeah, the Denver Nuggets have still got a former. Warrior, yeah, and Javel Marcus, Mc, uh, Demarcus no, Cousins. Cousins, not not Javel McGee, so Demarcus got, Cousins. Yeah, yeah Javel's at the Suns, but but Demarcus Cousins, and he's been having some crazy games sometimes. He's, he's been like playing he, well. He goes up and down, but he's had more ups than downs. I will say this though: if it's Demarcus Cousins who's playing, I'm not thinking the Nuggets are going to beat me. Uh, okay. Because I think that Kevon Looney could handle himself against somebody like Demarcus Cousins. This is not the same you Demarcus reckon? Cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I believe that Demarcus Cousins just isn't that guy anymore, and I think Kevon would be able to do some things. And then they they throw a couple of the they sort of smaller guys at him, like you know, um, uh, Bielitsa. Um, and, and I'm not saying they'll boss Demarcus Cousins, but mm. they'll be able to do some work around him. But it's the it, likes but of then Jokic. He's, he's giving Jokic some time to rest. Yeah, and 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 and, and they've, they've, uh, the Denver Nuggets, I like they got that little Love City thing happening with Aaron Gordon. Yeah, look, with, uh, and Aaron you, Gordon's you're gonna, had you're a good you're season. You gotta have an answer for him because he's, he's still he's, leaping. He's, he's not great. I, the thing for me is, I look at that the matchups, right? And mm-hmm. I think, okay, the Warriors have no answer for Jokic. There's no question about it. Yeah. So if the Warriors look at this and they say, right, we've beaten this. Nuggets team before in the regular season. Jokic is the guy we obviously have to worry about and we'll put bodies on him as much as possible. Yeah. But they also have to stop us. And if Steph is back and he's shooting three-pointers um, at a, re- a relatively good rate mm-hmm. um, and then you've got Clay Thompson there and Jordan Poole, there are enough problems from the Warriors' end that the Nuggets have to look at to think, okay, I don't know if I'm really going to pick the Nuggets in every single one of these games. And it is yep. a best-of-seven series. So I-, I look at this and I say, will Jokic beat the Nuggets four times in a best-of-seven series? Ooh, I can't Jokic say for sure. beat the Nuggets? I don't no, think the he will. Beat the Warriors. <laughs> my bad. He might beat the Nuggets. You know, he's that good. But will he beat the Warriors? Uh, four times uh, to to uh, to win the series, uh, Cyrus. Uh, I think you can. Uh, I I know you're a fan, and 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 look, points per game they've been tenth in, in, mm-hmm. in the league. Rebound seventeenth, assist third, overall rating thirteenth. So they're not. You were talking about the Nuggets. The Nuggets, yeah. So they're not. The, they're not horrible. But let's look at those very same stats. Uh, for the Warriors, mm-hmm. and and where are they in in those stats counter? So points per game. What, what what you got with with the Warriors? Well, look, dude. I mean, you're the one who's putting me on this on on the spot here. <laughs> I'm just trying to say to you, don't be out here calling out the Nuggets stats and not the Warriors stats. Okay, we, we, right? we can bring the Warriors stats. <laughs> yeah. So so let's do it. Okay. okay. So we're looking okay. at you. You said the Nuggets in points per game. Um, tenth. Yeah. We're tenth. Yeah. Right. And then the Warriors in points per game are third. So, right. um, oh, let's see. Sorry, I think I'm even lying to you. Um, the Warriors are not a, not third. Uh, gosh, calendar, you're making me look like a muhu here. They're 15th. Dagnabbit. Wow, that's Woo! bad. So 15th. Yeah, points per game. 15th. Yeah, not not great. Not great. Okay, fine. <laughs> Three-point percentage. No, you're going to The deep. Warriors, eight. You're going to deep. I knew you'd go to three-point. Let's say rebounds per game. Go rebound. We're, we're talking okay. basic stats. Yeah, rebounds rebound. per game. You got the Warriors seventh. Seventh, that's great because mm-hmm. uh, the, the the Nuggets are seventeenth and assists per game. Okay, because uh, stats win you all of these games. Uh, the the assists Warriors are fifth in the, in in the league. Uh, third for for the Nuggets and yeah. uh, overall rating. But but, but but let's also look at these stats because we're talking about the Nuggets are are, are third. Cyrus, they're twenty seven point eight. You are so defensive when it comes to the Warriors. I just want the overall rating, please. I'm not saying they're going to lose. I'm just saying. No, you tell me. 
That's all I'm going to say. What you is tell the OPPG of the Golden State Warriors? No, nah, I'm not telling you. You tell me. <laughs> I don't want to get into this fight anymore. <laughs> I'm done, okay? I'm done. You tell me. <laughs> it's fine, Cyrus. I reckon the Denver Nuggets are going to get the better it's not of fine. the Golden tell me. State Warriors. You tell me. You didn't even tell me the stat, Kanda. Goodness. <laughs> the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Cyrus, you know you're just laughing at me. You're You're just laughing at me. You have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Look, it's interesting because as you talked about these things, and I've been talking about the Warriors' offense, really, it's if we go into the advanced stats, everything points toward the Nuggets doing something because the Nuggets are sixth in offensive rating versus the Warriors being 16th. Um, You see, for me, it's because the Warriors are not at a hundred percent. Yes, and and missing a a, a big man like players like 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 Steph. But then look at defensive rating, and and that's why I'm saying like. I don't know if I'm going to count the Warriors out here because in defensive rating, the Warriors are second in the NBA, just behind the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. Whereas you look at the Nuggets and they're 15th in defensive rating. So, mm-hmm. you know, the net rating, obviously the Warriors w- will look good and the Nuggets will look relatively poor. And and that's what you get. The Warriors are fourth in, in net rating and then uh, the Nuggets are 11th. So I think that offense wins you games. Defense wins you series. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like the Warriors are not terrible. Okay. They'll look at this this matchup and think, okay, Kaunda said all these stats, mm-hmm. but we still got Steph, we still got Clay, um, and, and Draymond could get better. He's not going to get better offensively, but, mm-hmm. but defensively. And, and so outside of Jokic, who are the guys that are going to beat the Warriors? Well, they, they they don't have uh, Murray back, so that, uh, and Michael Porter Jr. So mm. I'm hoping one of those pops up because we've been expecting them on the horizon yeah. uh, for a couple of weeks now. Well, maybe a week and a half, right? Well, so, they've been saying it, they might. Uh, I think the thing is they might be looking at this thinking we could try and push them now, aggravate something, and then it affects our next yeah, season. You, you see, that, that's what I was about to say is even if they do come back at 95 100%, which version of Jamal of Murray are, are you getting? See, yeah. Which version of MPJ are you getting? But yeah. the same can be said for Steph, uh, Draymond. Oh, sorry, Draymond. Steph, Draymond. Which yeah. version of Steph are you getting if he comes back? But, you know, that guy's a machine. So you probably get Steph. Let's Steph, see. Steph. Yeah. You I probably mean, get Steph, Steph. Uh, like, uh, all they need is Steph to average 24 points a game, mm-hmm. right? And that should be good enough to win a series. But I think we, 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 um, we definitely have a difference of opinions here. And I like that because we're not just, you know, uh, reading from the same hymn sheet. I think the Warriors will I beat the Nuggets. buddy, buddy. <laughs> Listen, bro. <laughs> um, but let's talk about the, the last matchup there. You said the Memphis Grizzlies potentially playing the LA Clippers. Do you think that the Grizzlies-Clippers series, you said it will go down to seven games, could it'll go to the fire. Grizzlies? It'll be fire. And it could potentially go to the Grizzlies because did you... Maybe you did. Did you see the Suns taking them out, taking yeah. the Clippers out last season? Yeah. Did, did you see that just happening? Because I, 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 I thought the Suns would really push them until your cousin Patrick Beverly started pushing people. Oh, then. that Pat Bev. He was already done at that stage. <laughs> but I think the thing about the Suns, though, is that they, they're they built to beat teams like the Clippers. Yeah. The Clippers don't have many star players outside of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. And so when you remove one of those guys, you know, the Emperor's new clothes are showing. And and I think that's what happened with the Clippers last season. But then this season, they're still the same, um, you know, players. They're not really great, mm-hmm. but they're playing at a better level as a team. And you're adding Paul George to that as a scorer. So that's why I agree with you. This could go the distance in seven games. But I also think like this Grizzlies team have some players who could really turn it on. Yeah. I look at somebody like Desmond Bain, mm-hmm. and I cannot find the equivalent on the Clippers. I mean, are we looking at Reggie Jackson? 
I, I think in in terms of speed, Desmond is a little faster. But in uh, terms of scoring, scoring, I think they're almost even, Steven. You know, and uh, because Reggie has shocked us, Cyrus. Let's not even he, pretend. Last season, he definitely did. I, it, I it, could, I didn't know he had that in him. Even some some games this season, you yeah. know, you, you watch him and you say, "Is that the Reggie Jackson we used to laugh at when he was in the East?" Yes, yes, that is the that Reggie is Jackson. The same guy. Maybe yeah. it's those glasses because it's he possible nev- he never had those glasses. Those goggles. Back in the day, yeah, so. he was out there looking like he's playing in the seventies. Yeah, but but I I get you. I just think I look at this Clippers team. I think Luke Kennard. Uh, Reggie Jackson, you know, these names don't really inspire. Could Kawhi be back? Look, there's talk that he might. I'd be surprised if we see him. And so I'm looking at this as being Kawhi-less. Like, okay. I don't necessarily think it's like they're, they're Kawhi-less. So, yeah, I was about to say, Cyrus, you need to uh, trademark that. <laughs> but I'm, go- I'm going to the Cuppers and they're Kawhi-less. Yeah. So, you know... Um, I think that the Grizzlies could possibly beat the Clippers here uh, because I think there's enough young talent that's really hungry that could go for him because we haven't even really seen Dylan Brooks this season. Nope. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. has been one of the best defensive players this season. Yep. And and then, uh, you know, you look at Steven Adams and he does what he needs to do. He's not necessarily a defender, but he'll get those boards for you. Yep. And, and you know, you match him up against, uh, I mean, who's the Clippers' uh, five-man? Um Form, uh, former Lakers. Yeah, uh, Zubat. Yeah, because Zubat, do you think there's much... I mean, I don't see Steven Adams, Adams being really that much worse than Ivica Zubat. I don't think Zubat's... I don't see him manning Steven Adams. No. So, that, that, that's so, as solid that's as a rock is, center as, right there. As good as matchups get between a second seed and a seventh seed. So, you know, it's tough to call. And, I do and, think... And who's got Jamarant? Yeah, and, and that's the point. Is that well, it could well, be Paul they, George. They put Paul George, and Paul yeah. George is a heck of a defender he's when a he wants to defend. So he's he's also uh, a bit older, uh, just coming off an injury. Ja Morant is also coming off an injury, but he's still explosive, still young. Ja doesn't Morant know how to is stop. Twelve years old. So yeah, I mean, look, like and twelve years old, they, they just run. Right? They just yeah. run. He's like he's the same age <laughs> as his jersey number. He just runs and runs. Oh and runs. man, it's like his shoe size. Paul George is a year older at thirteen, but you know. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. You heard it out of Calendar's mouth. Um, so we're both saying what the Grizzlies potentially make that yeah. take that match. Th- that's going to be one of those early shockers. It's like boom, Clippers join the Lakers. I love it. So look, I think what we'll do is we'll do our bracket and we'll we'll look at at all of that stuff going through the conference finals and the NBA finals in the next podcast. But I think as far as previewing th- that kind of things goes, we would I think we've done a good job. Uh, in terms of you know looking at what happened and how we got to the first round and what the first round will look like, um, so to go through it, Suns versus whoever the eight seed is, and we, at this point we said eight seed Minnesota Timberwolves. Yep, Suns to win. Uh, obvious. Okay, Dallas Mavericks versus Utah Jazz. If Lucas fit, Mavericks. Yep, straight up. And if he's not fit, Jazz. Yeah. Okay, we're in agreement there. Warriors versus Nuggets. We are at loggerheads here. You say Nuggets. You say Warriors. Yeah. I can respect you because, you know, these are your peeps. Uh, but I, Not I, I, just my peeps. I'm, I'm leaning into... But into, you're going Nikola Jokic and I'm, the Nuggets. I'm going Jokic and the Nuggets. Okay, perfect. And then uh, Grizzlies versus Clippers. That's the matchup we said will be there. Hmm. You say Grizzlies. I yeah. say Grizzlies. So that's what we pick. Let's go back to the Eastern Conference. Miami Heat, we said, would take on the Atlanta Hawks. We said yep. it would be a good one. Who do you think is going to win that one? Cyrus, I can't call it. Do I have to call it? Well, yeah. That's what the the point of this exercise is. <sighs> okay, MIA, yo. Okay, uh, Miami. Heat to beat I, the I'm Hawks. I'm Rick Ross on this and one. And I think I might say Heat as well. Home court is a big, big deal. Yeah. Uh, you got the Philadelphia 76ers taking on the, uh, the Toronto Raptors. I think you felt that the Sixers would beat the Raptors? 
Yes. Okay, and Definitely. I think I think I'm gonna go that way too, uh, mainly because I think James Harden might just have that next level to come to. But having said that, Pascal Siakam could do some crazy, crazy things. But we're gonna go 76s in that one. Watch me do my bracket and choose the Raptors. Um, then the Bucks taking on the, the the Bulls. I think we both said Bucks in that one. And then the Boston Celtics taking on the Brooklyn Nets, possibly one of the toughest ones to call. Um, who are you saying in that one? I think uh, Kyrie is going to go into the garden as the bad man, and the then TD he, garden, and, and yeah, and then he he he's going to show them why they should be missing him, and uh, KD is going to have his back, and, and it's going to be a Brooklyn win. So Brooklyn for you. Series, yeah. I'm going to shock you with this last one. I think the Celtics are going to beat the Nets. It's that T-shirt you're wearing. Yeah, I'm wearing a Celtics T-shirt right now. I have this feeling about Jason Tatum and and Jalen Brown that I think there's something special brewing in Boston. And I also feel as if Kyrie and KD have had a heck of a lot of work to do this season. Mm. Kyrie has been on holiday more than KD because of you know him missing home games. Uh, and then he gets to go to his barber and his tailor. Barber just to look at his head and the other one just to give him clothes. Um, but I think that when I look at these, these guys, I just think the Nets are just a bad team. They're just a bad team. And, and every trip down the court, they're going to give every ball they can to Kyrie or to KD and trying to stop them is near impossible sometimes wait till you see what Patty Mills and Seth Curry have in store let's see let's see it's going to be crazy let's see there's just something about this Boston team I might be looking at them thinking okay they're going to do it this season and it's actually next season but um, I don't think they're going to be a pushover and I think this Nets team isn't as good as everybody makes them out to be Um, Mm. but you know that's just what I feel we'll take it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dunking on LeBron maketh not a man. That is true. Uh, but we're going to go into our post-up betting corner uh, because we do have some games that we can actually look forward to. Cha-ching. But before we do that, let's recap some of the results from last do week. Do we need to? We yes, do this we every do. Week. You've been talking <laughs> some smack. Some we do smack. This. We do this every week. Yes, yes. It's boring. But now. this week, <laughs> I beat you, Kanda. I know. I beat you. 3-2. You learned from the best. It is true, myself. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it was, it was a really close a close contest. Um, what actually cost you was backing the Lakers, um, and, and I managed to sneak in the win. So I was glad to take that one. But let's go through some of the games to look forward to this weekend. Uh, we're not going to talk about the playing games because they're happening um, very, very uh, close to, to when we record this. We'll talk about the games that are coming up Um in, in, in a bit. So, what I will say is, Saturday night, mm-hmm. you've got the Jazz taking on the Mavericks at 7 p.m. Central African time. What a time to be alive, Kanda. Jazz Mavericks, a very simple one to call. Jazz Mavericks, I'm going to ask you, who do you have in that game one? Not in the series, uh, I'm going, in that I'm, game I'm one. Going, I'm going with Jazz. So, Jazz, for you, um, it is a game happening in uh, Dallas. Yep. So, you think the, the Jazz... Um, well, with the hobbled uh, 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 Luka Doncic, I, I think the Jazz fancy their chances here. Okay. Um, I must say that I'm as much as I questioned you, I agree with you. We've got TBD, because we don't know who will be the seventh seed, uh, taking on the Grizzlies. That's going to happen at, uh, at at half past nine. And, uh, you know, via all of our picks that we that we made, we said the Grizzlies would play the Clippers. Yep. That first game is going to happen in Memphis. So let's say it's Grizzlies-Clippers. Um, who are you picking? Uh, I'm I'm Grizz. 
Grizz all the way. Grizzlies for you. And I think I'm going to go with the home team as well because home court is what you play for. And I'm going to say Grizzlies in that matchup too. Uh, the other one that we have is on early hours of Sunday morning. That's Raptors taking on the um, 76ers. Um, and what's interesting, that's one's in Philly. So 76ers versus Raptors in Philly. Um, your pick. Give me that Philly steak. Quick. So, sixes for you. Medium to well. Medium to well done. Uh, let's see how, how good this is. I'm going to say something ridiculous. I'm going to say, I've said the sixes will win the series, but I'll say the Raptors will win game one. Uh, just to be a little bit different. Then Nuggets versus Warriors. This one's happening in Golden State at, uh, you know, the home of the Golden State Warriors. Uh, who are you picking? Uh, I got the Nuggets. I'm, I'm just going to get you on your wrong side because so, I know you're going Warriors. So I got to yeah. go Nuggets. So Nuggets for you in yeah. the in the Warriors home court. Uh, okay. I mean, everybody's allowed to pick what they want to pick. There are games happening on Sunday. The schedule for those have not been released yet. So we can't give you the timing for them. But we can say for the Sunday morning game for the Raptors um, versus Sixers, that's at midnight. So if you want to call it midnight Saturday into Sunday, that's cool. And then on uh, early Sunday morning, half past 2 a.m., it's Nuggets versus Warriors. No sleep is happening. It's happening, Counter. So um, we've come to the end of the show. We do want to say, though, that uh, no persons under the age of 18 years are permitted to gamble. Winners know when to stop. There is a national responsible gambling program. You can get a hold of them on 0800-006-008 or WhatsApp help on 076-675-0710. Uh, you can catch us on our social media handles at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, at Post Up Zone on Facebook, and postupzone.com for all things NBA from an African perspective. Kaunda Chama, I want to thank you. I want to thank our partners, supersport.com, Betcoza, and the Podhouse. We will see you again next week, Kaunda. Yes, Cyrus, thanks to you as well uh, for always showing up uh, to be beaten senseless by me like Casper Nioves did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it happens sometimes. We'll see our listeners in seven, right? Definitely. And uh, make sure you enjoy all of the NBA playoffs action. The play-in games are ones to watch. Make sure you watch those. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us and always for getting in touch with us. Stay tuned for more post-up, post-season excellence next week. Catch you courtside.